An allowance can give your child experience in budgeting, saving, spending, and valuing the worth of an item. It is not, however, a decision that should be made lightly. Take time to outline your feelings about an allowance so this can be a positive experience for the entire family. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12 year old child. Let's jump into today's show. Welcome to Epic Mom Life. I am your host, Kara Peterson. This show is sponsored by The Possum's Tale, a unique book adventure for your 6 to 12 year old child. Let's jump into today's show. Should you give your child an allowance? Today we're going to talk about the pros and cons to giving your kids that allowance. I was on the fence about the whole allowance issue. When I dove deep and discovered the depth of lessons that can be taught with an allowance and the arguments as a family that can be avoided, I became a fan. Cons to giving your child an allowance. It can create a sense of getting something for nothing. This is the most vocal argument against allowances. A person should not be paid to be a part of the family. This is also a difficult beam to balance on. If you say children get an allowance for doing their household chores, you are actually paying them for chores, not an allowance, right? This means that if they do not do their chores or do them well, I'm assuming they don't get paid. Parents can get into the habit of using allowances as a carrot. For example, if you get your chores done, you will get your allowance. If you are part of the family and engage with your cousins this weekend and put away your electronics, you will get your allowance. The list can just keep going on and on and on, right? Children are always comparing, children are always comparing themselves to others. If all you give is an allowance and choose to let your child spend it however they wish, your children will see others who get a lot and still are able to have spending money. I see this as a temporary problem. It is simply something that has to have rules and boundaries. Once everyone understands the way allowance works in your house, it will all work out. Unapproved and reckless spending. How big of a control freak are you? I know that sounds awful, but I'm a pretty big one, and I don't even realize when I'm doing it. The very definition of allowance is meaning to permit. Are you going to allow your child complete discretion over their money? If so, this can lead to purchases you would not approve of and think are unnecessary. However, if you can just let go, your child can also learn a lot. Pros to giving your child an allowance. It can help teach children the value of money. I like giving your child a little bit more rather than less, but this is it. You do not give them money to go to the movies with friends, buy games, books, etc. You give them a specific amount and the child is responsible for deciding what is worth spending money on. Children will learn to budget. What if your child gets an allowance of say $10 a week and that means they only get $40 a month, 
but they want new bike grips to go to the movies with a friend and to upgrade their jeans to designer jeans. They're going to have to save money from a previous month, month's allowance so that they can afford all of these things. Children learn independence. Your child no longer has to ask for everything they want. I cannot tell you how many housewives I have met and known who have money stashed for purchases they do not want to ask their husbands for. No one likes to be tied to someone else for everything. Giving your child some spending money gives them power. Regardless if you approve or like this, in my house this would be video games, servers, the kinds of things that I'm not going to spend any money on. Your child feels valued. The adults in the family have purchases they need to make and have money for these. Whether they have a job or if their job is to keep the household running, money must be spent and the adults seem to have the power because they have access to not only money, but the eventual yes or no. When you give your child an allowance, you are saying that the child is a valued member and you are trusting them to make their own decisions. What is an allowance? In your home, you will need to define this. This is the very first step towards making the allowance something you can all live with and learn to love, or it will turn into something that you are constantly grumbling to yourself about. Do you want it to be a payment for chores? Do you want the allowance to represent that your child is a contributing member of the family? Are you okay with simply giving your child something for being? Establish what the allowance is representing. If it is because the child is part of a whole, which I like, talk about what everyone does to keep your household running effectively and peaceably. This way your child understands that every single person in the home plays a part and everyone knows what their part is. What age should children receive an allowance? I started receiving my allowance when I believe I was six years old. I got 25 cents a week. Later, I received double my age per month. I grew up a long time ago, so money went a lot further. However, I remember getting that $1 each month and I would save it so that when we went to the drugstore, I could buy a fun flavored lip gloss or outlandish colored nail polish. I knew exactly what I wanted to spend my money on, but I had to save the entire month's earnings so I could get what I wanted. I learned how to budget and save very early. I learned the value of those quarters. I think my parents did a good job with this. They never said I could not get Coca-Cola lip gloss or blue nail polish. They simply turned a blind eye to my precious purchases. How much should I give my child for an allowance? I have fallen in love with the idea of allowance because of this question and the many nuances that can go with it. I am in stores or at events or places where items are for sale, almost anywhere, and I began watching family dynamics. Invariably, children are pulling stuff out or pointing and saying, I want. This is not critical of children. I want a lot too. And if that child sometimes get it gets a sure or just this time, the child will, of course, keep asking. Who wouldn't? This causes friction. The children always ask, beg, plead, and eventually whine because sometimes they can wear their parents down and they'll get what they want.
The parents get really upset because they just want to get whatever it is they are doing done. I don't find fault with either party. It is just a condition of how we live. So what if you gave your child an allowance each month? What if you told them they are responsible for anything they want other than, and you make the list? In the list of things that I would buy for my boys, I would always include fruit of any kind, not candy or not anything pretty much down the energy bars or Pop-Tart aisles. I would also always buy books. I spent a small fortune on books. I wanted to encourage reading in the home. My mom would buy my sister and I school clothes each year. As I got older, I realized it was really not cool at all to wear the cheap jeans she was buying. She and I made a deal. She could get my jeans for $10 a pair. She thought I needed three pairs of jeans. If I promised to buy three pairs of jeans, she would give me that $30 that I could combine with my money to buy the in-style clothes. So yes, I absolutely would buy my children clothes. However, I would not get them the $150 sneakers or name brand clothes that cost so much unless that is a gift. The children can learn to use their money for these purchases. After all, how badly do they want them? If you handle allowance this way, all of that friction and wheedling and arguing over will you buy me this, can I have that, goes away. You simply say, you can absolutely have that. Just buy it yourself. Your children will get a sense of goal setting. Again, without you having to teach this, it will be a cause and effect type of thing. When we went on vacations, I always told the boys I would buy them one thing to remember the vacation. This means that if we had a seven day trip to New York planned and the first place we went was the M&M factory and a child asked for a sweatshirt, that is fine. I would buy the sweatshirt. When we then visited the Museum of Natural History two days later and our child wanted a science kit from the gift lobby, I had already bought their special trip gift. I did not buy one from each place. I bought one gift for the whole trip and I did not quibble over price. For the entire trip, it did not matter how much that one gift cost, but they got one gift. It took one vacation, and it was actually the vacation to New York, for both boys to learn to use their own allowance for trinkets like an $8 Statue of Liberty and hold out to ask me for the $75 Yankees jersey. The best news ever? I never had children bugging me constantly to buy, buy, buy. Everywhere we went, and I loved allowance. Talking about money, talking about money is like talking about religion and politics. Many people skirt away from these issues due to being uncomfortable, while others voice their opinions loudly, almost violently. Either way, attached to these issues are certain emotions. Whether it is something to be whispered about and feel almost shame towards, or whether you should feel boastful about, emotions are felt and a child feels these emotions. How will you talk to your child about money? In general, how do you feel about money? This is important to know. Almost 
all of us have beliefs deep down about the correct way money is saved, spent, and spoken about. Should your beliefs be the same as your child's? Or will you let them form their own values? I am not telling you how you should do this. I am saying think about it because we almost all already have a way we feel about this. I have a lot of deep-rooted shame about money. I do not like to talk about it. This has affected my relationships. I wanted to be conscious of this with my children because I did not want them to carry this shame as well. If you feel all money should be saved, instead of telling your child that they need to have this value as well, tell them instead why you feel this way. What is it that you fear? What do you need that money to be saved for? This may help your child develop their own sense of need to prepare, if that's why you're saving, without an attachment to fear. Should I get my child a bank account? You are talking about money, so this is a great time to get a bank account. One of our biggest jobs as parents is to teach our children. You have a natural teaching opportunity. You've been talking about money. You are now giving them regular income and they may want to stock up that money for a large purchase. The perfect place for them to do this is a bank. There are classes in our area and I live in a really small town at the community college during the summer that teach children how to basically do personal financing. They teach how to use a debit card, what it means to put something on a monthly subscription, how to keep track of their bank account, how banks charge if a person charges money without money in the account, why a person wants to put money in a savings account, etc. I would recommend some kind of personal finance class or opportunity for your child by the time they are 10 to 12 years old. I would also definitely get them that bank account. You can offer different incentives like for every $10 each month that they put in, you'll put in $5. This will start teaching them the advantages of a 401k, like matching contribution retirement program, without you ever having to talk about it at all. It is a digital age, no arguing. There are some fabulous learning apps that help children save and learn how money works. There are actually so many options out there that when I started researching, because I was gonna put a couple in here, I decided that this was a pretty lengthy look at these all on their own. So that will be next month where I will talk about all of those digital apps, what the advantages are, what ages they appeal to, and what they allow each person to do. So tune in for that one next month. When should I stop giving my child an allowance? I don't know that you should stop giving a child an allowance while they're in high school. This is all going to circle back to the entire reason why you set up the allowance in the first place. If you set it up because the child is a participating member in your family, you go until they leave, whether they leave for a gap year after high school, college, or trade school, or if they move out to work on their own. If your child stays at home after high school, it gets sticky. Are they still contributing? If they are not, it's a no-brainer, no allowance. If they are paying rent to live at your house and are occupying the space like a renter, 
meaning they're not really con contributing, then again, no allowance. Regardless of the action you take, I do believe that as the child ages, you should raise their allowance. However, I do not believe you should raise it to cover all of their costs, especially when they turn 14. At this age, they can find add-on work. They can babysit, mow lawns, watch neighbors' dogs, etc. If your child has more wants than you pay for and their allowance covers, teaching them the value of that dollar and that they need to find a way to get the money themselves is not a bad thing. As long as you are generous with love, comfort, food, clothing, shelter, I think it is fine for a child to learn that they need to help out with the wants, not the necessities. Whether you decide to give your child an allowance or not, finding a way to teach them about money is important. An allowance can give your child experience in budgeting, saving, spending, and valuing the worth of an item. It is not, however, a decision that should be made lightly. Take time to outline your feelings about an allowance so this can be a positive experience for the entire family. The movie quote this week, what's the good of having all that money if you're never gonna spend it? Walter in Secondhand Lions. If you are hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I wanna send you a huge thank you. Please leave me a comment or review and share with other moms you know. Get in touch in the comments or on Kara's social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.